Yep. So, by writing it down, even like these things probably show up anyway, but you don't even realize what's showing up for you when you're not paying attention. And like, that's what shifts everything. That's how you get into like the attitude of gratitude and like the law of attraction is like, you have to actually pay attention. <laughs> if you want like more money, how much money do you have? How and much how much do you, do you want? You? Yeah. Like actually just paying attention to your desires is so mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. Being intentional and like, yeah. It all starts with believing you can have it. You're listening to Creatives Making Money, the podcast for creatives who are on a mission to do the work they feel most called to do and make some money while they do it. This is a show for the makers, the dreamers, the doers, the creators, the artists, the crazy ones, and the ones who are determined to consciously build the life and career of their dreams. Here, we don't just believe in getting your dream job. We believe in creating it. So what does creative success even look like? How do we live a fully expressed, abundant AF life? That's precisely what we're here to find out. My mission with Creatives Making Money is to conduct 100 interviews with successful creatives and those who love and support them about money, career, and the process of making and doing what they most love, including all of the ups, downs, and in-betweens. I'm your host, Jamie Jensen, writer, storyteller, filmmaker, serial entrepreneur, and shameless creator. No matter where you are in your creative and financial journey, I'm here to help you create like you mean it. Hello, hello, hello. Everybody, Hi. happy <laughs> Thursday. Happy week before Christmas and then the next new year that we're stepping into. Happy everything. This is a very exciting episode of Two Things at Once. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're efficient. Because we're so efficient and we love repurposing content. No, because I really wanted to, I really wanted to feature a conversation with Erin about how to create your best year yet on my podcast, Creators Making Money. And it's also such an appropriate topic for us to discuss on our weekly live Facebook show, the Erin and Jamie show. So here we are. Here we are. With our, with our coachy woo woo tactical tips <laughs> on things to do to prepare for your best year yet. Mm -hmm. That is it, girl. That's it. That's here. it. So we're here and we have a lot of things we want to cover, um, some of which is discussing what we do mm -hmm. to prepare for our best year yet. And this is actually quite apropos because, um, because of the conversation that you and I were having in, in the Voxer thread earlier of like, you're like, I want to know this and I want to know this and I'm figuring this out and... Um, then, you know, we, we asked you some questions and what we came to was, you just want to feel clear on your expansive vision. Mm -hmm. What do we see and what is next? Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah, breathe <laughs> yeah. into it. It feels good to have something that you're walking towards. And like, uh, I think it's so common for us to want to figure out all of the hows and the like very logistical, what are we selling? What are we going to do? How am I going to make that much? What am I going to do that? And like, it's actually way more important in my opinion to focus on like, what is the big picture that we're creating and then just stepping towards that. Cause then you have like clear guidance as whether things are yes or no. Mm -hmm. Does it take me there? No. Cool. Bye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if it's a yes, then great. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what are, so 
I want to just get in. Can we just, just jump right in? Let's just do it. So what are your, what are your favorite questions to ask yourself at the end of a year to look back and reflect? Because really when we talk about creating your best year yet, what we're talking about is doing this macro version of the, of what we're, you're probably already doing on a regular basis to some extent anyway, which is like some people do this daily. Like what went well today? What didn't go well today? Like how do you debrief your experience and then look ahead and say, well, what do I want to do with that lesson? What do I want to do with that information? What do I want to do with that knowledge? Or, mm-hmm. you know, is what I'm doing still working for me or not? And why? And how does it feel? And like all that stuff. So there's structured, there's a structured step-by-step way of evaluating and reviewing and visioning. And so that's what we want to walk you through today. Yeah. So I actually did this earlier this week with um, my mastermind and I would be happy to kind of walk through just the questions that I asked them. And I did it myself too, just to like kind of feel into this whole world of like, what, what is this? What am I doing? What have I done? Like and actually grounding into like, oh yeah. Sometimes I think when we think back on the year that just happened, we're like, Ugh, I didn't do that much. But if you actually take the time to like reflect on it, we've done so much and it gives you like a better way to step into like, okay, look, let's see what else I want to do. I also want to acknowledge that like, there's no rush either. You know, like it's totally okay to start this process in January versus feel like, oh my gosh, I have to like do all of this reflective and whatever work like before the new year. So, you know, for those of you who are catching this on creators making money right now, this episode's live and the new year's here. Like we're in 2019 Mm -hmm. and everything that we're sharing is, is it's just as relevant today as it was three weeks ago. Um, I think there's a really strong tendency for people to feel stressed out because the year is ending, like as if they're going to die on New Year's Eve because like the fiscal year is over and like we have to be clear on all of our resolutions and our things and, and like rush to tie up loose ends. And, and you really just don't because we're stepping into a new day, but there is an opportunity to, to use that, to use the way we measure time. (laughs) Right, right, right. In a powerful way. December 31st to January 1st is the same as May 3rd to May 4th. Mm-hmm. Like nothing. It's cool. It's just an opportunity because we've made it one, right? Where people like focus on it and that's great. But really, I would suggest doing this every 90 days, like at least. And I do this kind of in another form every 30 days. Every 30 days, I create a 90-day plan, um, which allows me to just kind of like check in to how I'm feeling, how I want to feel, and what are my priorities for the next 90 days, And then I do that in 30 more days. So you're constantly checking in with yourself. So take whatever pieces of this and bring it into your daily exercises or weekly or monthly or whatever, your yearly, no matter what part of the year that is. Yeah, because plans evolve too, right? Mm -hmm. Like we love to talk about, here's how to plan for maximum productivity. And here's how to plan for exactly what you want. And here's the exact step-by-step everything. And like, then you step forward and then things don't go the way you expected them to go or they change or they transform and you just are you know, you're constantly evaluating and evolving with, with the plan. Mm-hmm. So just to remove a little more of the pressure from yep. all of that. Yes. Absolutely. All right. So let me tell you what I kind of walked through. Um, I started off with a gratitude list because I think that's just a great place to kind of like, actually, I started with a guided meditation and then moved into a grat- gratitude list just to check in with like what is going out well right now and to just be in that vibration of like goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, the next question I asked was, what did you learn about yourself this year? Which I, was my favorite <laughs> of all the questions. Like that's the highlight because there's so much there. And I think when you actually look at the last year, like we learned so much about ourselves 
by going through all of the day-to-day shit that on a day-to-day basis, you can't really tell what's happening. But when you zoom out, it's like, oh. Mm -hmm. I learned I'm good at this. I'm bad at this. These are my challenges. These are where I'm awesome. Like this is, this is an area where I really need support. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I learned that I'm wounded in this way that I like had no idea. (laughs) I learned that I really like doing this. I learned that I have to say no to that. Like, it's just so good. And also checking in with like, what did you learn about your intuition this year? Because what I learned again, which I feel like we always learn is like, oh, it's always right. It is. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm in a personal crisis at this moment that hopefully by the time that the creators making money episodes drops on this, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. it's all yeah. good. You know, um, next question was, what are you most proud of yourself for? I also love, mm-hmm. um, then I asked, um, what are your top three priorities moving forward? Mm-hmm. Um, and these, like, you get to take these questions and make them whatever you want. So, like, everyone on the call I was doing this with, like, they, they sound different. <laughs> and they mean different things to different people. So, yeah, like, one with- person might be like, my priority is to take really good care of myself. And someone else might be like, my priority is, like, these three things in my business. <laughs> right, right. So, like, let yourself flow and see what comes to you. This is not like a, there's one right way to do this. And yeah. you I love starting this with a guided meditation too, because then you're flowing and you're coming from like a spiritual perspective instead of your mind. That's like, Oh yeah. I'm telling you all the shoulds are losing 20 pounds, like buying a house and meeting my meeting my soulmate life partner. Yeah. Like cool, but fuck you (laughs) (laughs) to the ego that is like, you know, just so it's so funny. The earth shit. So like for, (sighs) <sighs> so moving just on. Release okay. it. Just release yeah, it. Exactly. Just see what comes up. What do you actually want? Totally. This is probably as a woman, this is probably one of the first years ever that like don't even have weight loss like as a thing. It's like not a thing anymore. Mine were all like, the it's, like it, yep. it's never not been on my list ever. And this year I'm like, I just want to love my body. Like I don't really that's it. Yep. Takes a listen, I'm 35, so <laughs> it took me long enough to get here, but I'm just saying. Um, the next one was, what's your ideal version of support? So after you have your priorities, like what, what do you need outside of yourself to actually get there? And if you could have all of it, like what would you actually have? And go there and see that. I want to play that game, like with your expansive vision. I haven't played that. That's a game I'm, it's on my list to play for yep. sure. It's a good it's, one. It's a fan favorite. <laughs> fan favorite. We're our own fans. Yes. <laughs> I am a fan of you, so it's a fan favorite. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Another one was, what do I need to release in order to have what I desire? That's it. Mm-hmm. And I would suggest writing that down and lighting that shit on fire in a safe way. <laughs> yeah, like in a fireplace or a barbecue or like mm-hmm. somewhere where you won't light your house on fire. Yeah, I did it in my bathroom. Over the toilet, because then you can just kind of drop it in there. Worst case scenario, the water will take your fire out. And P.S. I am not a fire expert. This is not advice. You don't take it. Anyway. (laughs) You're not? No, I'm not. I totally thought you were a firefighter in a previous life. I mean, I might have been. The final thing I did was writing down. So I did this on December 18th. So I said December, it's December 18th, 2019. And I... This is your favorite. I love this one. I feel 
and filled in the blanks. I have and filled in the blanks. And then I am and filled in the blanks. Mm -hmm. And then I think one of the most powerful things about this is I did this in a circle with other women, right? And had them do it. And then we shared and actually listening to them and hearing them and being in the um, shared energy of expansiveness is so powerful. I would highly suggest doing that too. like find a friend and go through those questions and share with each other. And it, there's like fear that might come up around that, around being vulnerable. And I don't want to say this out loud and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to say what I really want because I'm afraid that they're going to judge me for it or they're going to think that I'm ridiculous or crazy or that it's not possible or they're not going to like me anymore. Yeah. No, you want friends that can actually hear that and like, just do it. Go somewhere different with people. Like, like, it's amazing. That's what, that's what Jamie and I have, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie knows what I actually really want. And I think I know what she actually really wants too. And like that is Do you? Yeah. Can you tell me? Yeah, I can. Okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I, I sure can. That's why when, seriously, th this is why we all have a tendency to kind of shrink and like, I don't really want that or I don't really need that. But we for each other are like, yes, yeah. you do. Yes, like you just don't want to say it. You just don't want to ask for that. Like you just don't want to do the thing that will allow you to have it. Yeah. Like it's so real. Yeah. So we just hold that for each other and not in a judgy way. Neither of us is like, Oh, you're fucking it up. We're both humans. We're doing everything. No, we only say that to ourselves. Right. <laughs> we're much nicer to each other than we are to ourselves. Yes. You're ruining this. What are you even doing right now? Yep. And then realizing that, there is no ruining it. Whatever you're doing is perfect. Because mm -hmm. you are where you are. Yep. So, so that's my kind of um, looking over activity. Do you have any other questions that you'd like to add, Miss Jamie? Do you hear me? Well, I always ask, like, what have you learned about yourself? Um, I always ask, what have you learned about yourself? I always ask, what surprised you? which is like a favorite question for me about anything. Like I ask this in client feedback forms. I'm always like, what was surprise? Like, how did you surprise yourself? And like, what about the process of this year surprised you or the process of working together? Um, I find that there's like always so much gold in like, oh, this, I didn't expect this, but this happened. So I like to look at like expectations versus fun surprises. Like, what did you expect this year to be? How did this year disappoint you? What did you learn from that? What surprised you? Um, I also think it's sometimes fun to look through like journals that you may have used or um, if you have a, like a calendar that you write stuff in or like a planner that you write stuff in or I even will go through like my year in my iCal Me and too. just remind myself of like, wait, what actually happens this year? Like, mm -hmm. and remember, um, I like to do the opposite of, you know, the opposite of what you are doing with the like, it's this year, it's this date in a year from now, you know, what it, and actually be like, where was I a year ago? Yep. Like, what was I doing? Who was I surrounded by? Where did I live? What was my day like? Who was I working with? You know, what was that day to day? And how did that feel? And what did I want to create from that space? Because sometimes for me, what that helps me do is not, it's like remembering how far you've come, but also remember how quickly things happen. Because mm -hmm. I think it's easy for us to get, I mean, for me, one of my biggest, one of my biggest issues is patience. Um, like when you know what you want and you see the expansive vision, you see things that are like five to 10 years from now or 20, and you might know that like they're coming you know, it can feel so far away, but it's also not that far away. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's an interesting game to play with yourself to just, again, like it's this playing with time thing where like, 
you know, time isn't really real. And in any moment we can access so much past and so much future. So it's, it's really knowing it's like, you know, having, having that, that looking backwards aspect. Um, so I like to be specific about it. So it doesn't have to be like January 1st to December 31st. It can be, if you're doing this on January 5th or January 12th, you know, where were you that date a year prior? And like, I will look at my calendar and I'll be like, oh, I forgot about that. Or I had this meeting with this person or I went to this event and I made this new friend that I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even, I can't believe that I didn't know this person before. And now they're such a huge part of my life. Or um, it's like, it reminds you of the magic, the universe and synchronicity and that no matter how much we plan, there's so much unexpected bliss that can come from just stepping forwards into whatever your intuition is calling you to. Mm-hmm. So we can get really kind of myopic in deciding like, well, we're going to create what we want and you will create what you want, but there's also so much unexpected awesomeness waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it takes a lot of like backwards looking even five years in the mm-hmm. past um, to remember that. So that's another exercise I like. It's literally the same as what you were doing, but, you know, looking backwards instead of forwards. Um, So that's a big one. I love the desire map. And like, we always, you know, we, we do this process every so often for those of you who are not following Danielle Laporte or don't aren't familiar with the desire map. It's a great, it's a workbook and it has you identify how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think that that's another great process to add in, you know, you're stating how you want to feel in a year from now, but, um, you know, what is your core desired feeling, which is what she calls them. You know, what are your three core desired feelings for the year and how can you actually create a plan that's going to generate that emotional energy in you? Um, this is something I haven't done yet for this year yet, but, I think it's important and it helps you hone in on like, well, what's your, you know, you and I pick words for the year, right? And I know a lot of people do this, um, but for those of you who don't, it's so fun. And it's, (laughs) it's such a great reminder of like, it's so fun of like when you're, it's the same way that when you hone in on your values, um, it helps you make decisions from a place of like who you really are and what you really care about and what's important to you. And I think getting clear on your core desired feelings and like picking a word for the year, it just helps you have a compass Mm-hmm. for decision-making throughout the year. So it's not just about planning. It's about giving yourself, giving yourself a filter with which to receive and guide yourself. Right. Yep. Yeah. The other thing I love about core desired feelings too, is that when we think about goals and visions and a year from now, right, it's all of the things we want, but when we think about how they're going to make us feel, we can start creating that feeling right now, <laughs> tomorrow. Like you don't have to wait. And that's what actually pulls the things closer to you faster. So it's powerful. Mm-hmm. How do you want to feel next year? Oh God, I didn't do this yet. <laughs> Neither did I, but like, let's just intuitively yeah. answer. I want to feel, I want to feel expressed. I want to feel like adored. <laughs> Is that allowed? I don't know, but I mean adored like by myself, like the, like a loving, mm-hmm, like by myself appreciated, adored, like, I don't know what the word is, but like, no, not spoiled. Doted on? Nurtured. Nurtured. Nurtured? Cared for? Nurtured. Taken care of? Mm. By myself and the universe? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want to feel, this feels like expressed, but like, I want to have fun. (laughs) So fun. You want to feel fun. Yeah. 
or delight or tickled or no i would never say any of those words i don't want to feel tickled or delighted it's funny you've been saying delighted lately and i'm like that's so interesting i don't want that so interesting true but like it's just so interesting how we interact with words right yeah i that's not a word that i would ever it's it's something that i clearly yeah you know what my don to recently my version of fun is like magical like we're synchronistic and enjoying experiences and present like Mm -hmm. it's magical Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magical is the word. Mm-hmm. How about you? I want to feel brave, which is my word for the year. Hot is like, a, I honestly, it's the same words come up for me pretty consistently. And hot is one of them, which is like why I created a brand that's like all around fire and hotness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and also because like body temperature is actually a way that I, that spirit speaks to me. So when I, my body temperature rises and I feel hot, like it, it means that I'm like moving in, a, in the right direction or like something is being communicated to me. Mm-hmm. So hot, hot or fuego, depending on your flavor. Well, there's a few words coming up. So like one word that always comes up is held. I feel really held right now. So it, it's, it's funny because when you, have it you don't desire it like you don't have the like right you know wanting wanting is an indication of lack exactly so it's it's like i actually feel hot and held right now like i'm like yeah those are usually those are my like pretty common core desired feelings and i i embody them Mm -hmm. you know so if i was gonna reach for something more you know i think that magical or like sorcery or like Mm -hmm. cosmic Mm -hmm. might be the word i'm looking for Mm-hmm. or infinite might be the word I'm looking for. Like there's definitely, I think infinite's probably the word, but there's this, you know, lack, like it's just completely like melt, like melt from everything earthly completely feeling. Like it's just not, mm-hmm. there is no time and there is just like, it's just infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably it. A one for my year for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. What's your word for the year? I don't know yet. Yeah, I'll let you know when it comes. Appreciate it. I definitely have, um, you know, another one that's coming up for me a lot is like, I want to feel, you know, it's the word is family. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have the Phoenix Sisterhood. Is <laughs> like I'm, you know, mm-hmm. we create and cultivate community in so many different ways. And so, I don't really know what the word is for the feeling state yet, but it's Mm -hmm. something around that, you know, and it might like held might be a piece of it, but it's not just about being held by a community for me. It's about matriarching, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there's this other like creating spaces that are warm and supportive and Mm -hmm. creating, Oh, hi. Yes. Okay. Uh Um, (laughs) Matriarching. I love it. For those who are not watching what's happening, my light, just flickered, mm-hmm. you know, because that happens when I'm on the right path. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So um, the process for figuring out your core desired feelings is in the desire map you can buy and there's workbooks and stuff. But really the thing to keep in mind is like you can parse out and this is something that you can do whether or not you do it in the desire map, parse out different areas of your life and actually evaluate those in in isolation. So mm-hmm. career versus like body and wellness versus like sexuality and creativity versus like, you know, what are the different areas? Um, how do you feel about your money? How do you feel about your friendships? How do you feel about your relationships, your love life? 
your sexual, you know, sex, sexuality, you know, creativity, and are you feeling creatively expressed? So really identifying and isolating those areas is helpful um, mm-hmm. to, to track like where you are, because you're never going to be a 10 out of, out of one to 10 on all the areas at, at once. It rarely happens, but looking at how you kind of rank each area and then seeing what areas really need love and attention right now will, will help direct like which feeling words you pick and what your focus is for the year. Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. There's um something I heard this at some point this year. I'm not, I can't remember where, but we were talking about ranking all of those things and the things that you rank a low number, like is showing you that you have a priority there. Like, cause you wouldn't rank it low if you didn't care about putting more into it. Just like that mm-hmm. stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And it makes it like, you're not failing. You're like deciding. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're deciding to give it energy and attention and care. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, yeah. Oh, I do want so big, here. so huge. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think the message here is like step into your moreness. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Like a little, um, like let yourself want more. Yeah. What does that feel like? Um, <laughs> what is more for you? Because you can have more and you can have it all and you can have things that um historically we've been told can't go together. Like you can actually imagine a world where you have those things. How do they coexist? And let yourself imagine that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and your whole life. Yep. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Think bigger. Think bigger. Are there any planners that you like to use for the year as far as like really preparing yourself? Because this is another fun, this is for me a fun practice I do is like throwing out old planners, like going through what happened that year and then like releasing it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I had a habit of saving them and then I stopped. I was like, I don't even, journals I'll save, but planners I release. Yeah. Now. So I, if I buy a planner for the year or something that I can like doodle in or write in, I will often um, <laughs> like go through the old ones, release the old ones, and then like really kind of bless and <laughs> bless the new ones with good intentions, mm-hmm. which sounds like a lot more creepy and woo than it is. Um, <laughs> it's not. Well, it sounds more religious than it is. I'm like right, not right, right. dumping it in holy water or anything. <laughs> that would not work no it would just soak it and yeah yeah um as far as planners go we've done the passion planner which i really liked and we've done the desire map planner jamie and i like to (laughs) match up what we're doing um i've actually stopped using planners this year and have turned completely over to notebooks and one thing nicole jackson miller started doing that i was like i'm trying that was she just got a um sketchbook so all of the pages are blank there's no lines you can doodle you can make whatever you want um, and I've loved that, but I actually haven't touched a planner all year. I've just used online calendar and notebook. It's funny because I have almost always primarily used notebooks and sketchbooks and that, and I still buy planners, even though I don't use them consistently mm-hmm. this year, I actually haven't. And I think I might not, not because of, not Uh use a planner. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things that I find challenging is all of the ones I really like are big Yep. and I travel. So I don't take them. Yep. I almost need like if someone creators out there, maybe we'll end up doing this. This is funny, (laughs) but I want like a 30 day one. Like give me a monthly planner because we need another business. Yeah. Well like, but a set of 12 would be fucking awesome. That's actually genius. I think you need to make that happen. Okay. I'll write that on a giant. (laughs) (laughs) 
just yep. add it to your list of like other great ideas. Perfect. No, problem. but it would be awesome because it's, I think it's so helpful to write by hand, right? Like mm -hmm. I believe in this, I believe in this Me for too. writing practices and for morning pages. And, you know, I just believe in the power of writing by hand. So I'm always telling people to do that, whether I'm like free write or like write down your goals. I think that like things manifest when you write them by hand, mm -hmm. um, you know, all of that stuff. And like, also you connect to spirit really quickly if you're letting it flow through your fingers. So, um, so I always recommend that. And so I can't, I never, I'll never feel satisfied with digital systems like ever. It's just mm -hmm. not a thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, it's just too disconnected from our humanity. And so, yeah. So I like the having a physical planner, but like then it's, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, it's, it's the whole, I don't want to carry the whole year with me. It's so heavy. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. And also like, I love the questions, like the passion planner questions are great. Amazing. And I like the questions from the desire map. And like, I need to make my own smorgasbord of like, what do I need that day? And some days I need to write 17 pages and some days I need to skip. And like, I don't want to feel bad about skipping that. Like it's a whole thing. I know when you're, when you, when you're, a, what is it? What are you? Six, six, seven, two. Yeah. <laughs> and a one, three in human design, which yeah. is like, I'm going to experiment and do my own thing. And it's yeah. probably not going to look the same every day. No. And like, it, and like Aaron, like we both are pretty concerned with efficiency, but she's even more concerned with efficiency than I am, where she gets really annoyed if something isn't efficient. I'm like, <laughs> it has to be the most efficient way. <laughs> yep. And I'm just like, okay, great. Make it more efficient. <laughs> I'm not a system creator. I'm a system follower. So I'll do whatever you create. Like, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I will follow your system. Yep. So just know that like make your, make whatever works for you or go pick up a journal that works for you. And like, it's all good. You don't have to be like Pinterest mommy about this or like, just do you. But there's no shame if you are as a, yeah. as a, as an aspiring Pinterest mom, there's no <laughs> yeah. shame in, in wanting it to be like, take, like, if that's how you nurture yourself, like great, right. be crafty, make your yep. own journal, glue some bedazzled, bedazzlers on it like whatevs make it yours yep have Do fun you. with it mm -hmm. they can be different I also like to make a list of the things that I'm inviting in that can be unrelated to the the big vision they can just be like things that give me pleasure or things that I enjoy or that make me happy um I like to make a list of like all the things that I'm inviting in for the year so I have a list actually right up here of like things that I'm inviting in and um, I, I actually did this on a full moon thing a few months ago and I just keep adding to it and I'm like, Oh, I, I said I was inviting this in and all these things showed up. Great. Like what else am I adding to the list? I'd like to continue with those and create more. Um, so, you know, I have like fun trips with girlfriends, um, new partnership opportunities, really kind, generous clients and customers, mm -hmm. naps, dancing, <laughs> laughter, comedy. Working on projects I'm genuinely excited about. So like, these are just things that if that was, if that was all that was happening and my day was full of just that, or my life was full of just that, I would be that like, there would be nothing ever to be sad about, um, which still, you know, still rare. Um, but yeah, they all showed up. Mm -hmm. yep, so by writing it down, even like these things probably show up anyway, but you don't even realize what's showing up for you when you're not paying attention. 
And like, that's what shifts everything. That's how you get into like the attitude of gratitude and like the law of attraction is like, you have to actually pay attention. <laughs> if you want like more money, how much money do you have? How and much how much do you, do you want? You? Yeah. Like actually just paying attention to your desires is so mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Being intentional and like, yeah, it all starts with believing you can have it. Cheese. Cheese. <laughs> Create yep. your life. Yep. You know, and I would say even like a pre-step to that is just like wondering about it. Just like getting curious of like, is this even possible? Like, great, you're at step one. Mm -hmm. And then like, oh, if I could have anything, what would it be? And then doing the work that is like personal development work of like, oh, I could have that. Mm -hmm. I am worthy of that. Mm -hmm. I can actually create whatever the hell I want. Like, and then taking action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, how would you like the next year to grow you as Mm -hmm. a human? That's a scary question for me. (laughs) Like it almost feels like it's inviting in because here's the other thing is like, we have all of these goals and when we set them like for our big desires and intentions, we don't know how we have to grow necessarily. Like we don't know what shit we're going to pull to the surface that needs to be healed in order to become the person that can have them. So we're kind of like, you're inviting transformation and evolution and like you're inviting yourself to change. Mm -hmm. Um, And just know that that doesn't always show up as like, the warm, fluffy feelings that we're all invited, um, inviting in rather, but like they're still taking you on the path to get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to remember that like tension creates diamonds Mm. Yep. (laughs) and like abrasion creates pearls (laughs) and I'm out of jewelry metaphor. Okay. Um, Jamie, you're doing one other cool thing for 2019 um, the letters. Do you want to share with us? Yeah. So my, my good friend, Alicia wrote a book about this, which I'm happy to share the link to. Um, and really what it is, is it's this practice of writing, writing 12 letters to yourself that are each dedicated to areas of your life that you'd like to work on and you, you know, mix them up and then they kind of get selected at random month by month. And it's just a very um, self-loving practice that allows you to be really intentional about what you're doing throughout the year, but not like over control it either, you know, kind of a- allow yourself to be intuitively and spiritually guided to exactly what you need. Um, and it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful concept. Um, and I'm doing it. So I'm, I've written four out of 12 letters so far. And then when I have all 12, I'm going to do the next step in the process. Um, but I can share the link in the comments to her book so that, you know, if you guys can grab it and, and do this fun practice as well, if you're interested, cause it's, I'll make sure it's in the show notes too. It is so awesome. And she's so great. And, um, it's a really, really fun self-loving practice that I would encourage any, anyone who wants to hop along and do with me, like, let's do it. Awesome. Yay. Yay. And that is how you create your best year yet. Because mm-hmm. we, we're just getting better every year. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> yep. And just remember that you can start this at any time. <laughs> like, hop into the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Namaste. This episode is sponsored by Copy That, my signature course for writing websites that speak volumes and sell. Something that every creative making money for sure needs. To learn more about my approach to writing that sells, you can visit thecopythatcourse.com slash free training.